Life is full of questions. It's full of twists and turns and complex issues to try to figure out. The last thing you need when planning your financial future is to have the same kind of confusion and complications. You don't need more questions, you need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien, your local investor coach in Jackson and the surrounding areas. Each week, you'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make. We'll also educate you about the financial world and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So, let's get to the show. It's time for The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hello and welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Mark Killian here alongside Nathan as we talk about the world of investing and finance and retirement. Nathan is a registered investment advisor, chartered retirement planning counselor, as well as a local SmartVestor Pro with old Dave Ramsey there. You can find him at O'Brien Associates uh, in the Hub City. He's got two locations, one in Jackson and one in Huntington. Been doing this for over uh, 16 years, as we determined last year, week on the show. <laughs> and an all-around good fellow. If you got questions or concerns, he's here to help. 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH. Buddy, what's going on? How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. Doing really good. Excited about uh, about what's to come with some things that we've got in the works here. Yeah, so. yeah. We're going yeah. uh, to be doing a podcast. We're going to start a podcast for our listeners out there who maybe yeah. want to check that out. There's going to be a few ways to get to it. Uh, we'll give you more as we know right this minute. You can definitely probably find Well, not definitely, probably. That's a weird kind of double. <laughs> definitely, you can, probably. Definitely, yeah. probably. <laughs> you can find it on <laughs> InvestorCoach.net. Uh, that's yeah. InvestorCoach.net, as well as O'Brien and Associates on Facebook. So a couple of ways that's, there. Yeah. All right. So let's get into today's program, my good sir. Sounds good. Question for you. Just random fun fact or whatever okay. you want to call it. Do you okay. know who the richest person is, according to Forbes, in Tennessee? Uh, yeah, probably. Um, I would say it's the it's the Frist guy. You um, are correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Thomas Frist. I think is his name. Yeah, so he's, uh-huh. uh, Junior. I think yeah, the, well, the, the family. I think uh, they have some hospitals or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, they do. It's a big major hospital deal. So yeah, I don't know. It's multi billions. Oh I don't yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah. 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 They uh, they definitely hit the gold mine with that. So. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's just kind yeah. of my that's kind of my fun little topic to kick things yeah. off today. But actually, yeah. I wanted to ask you. It looks as though the government is going to get rolling again. Yeah. Uh, so what that's do you think? Right. Do you think that's going to make any kind of waves in the well, market? For at least 30 days, maybe. Well, right. <laughs> it may shut back down. It may. It may. So. Do you see anything, any kind of recoil, if you will, in the market? Yeah, I don't. I don't. Um, you know, I don't know. The market uh, kind of reacted a little different when they announced that. It, it fell a little bit. I don't know if that's why. You know, you never know. So well, I, I've heard that saying, um, Nathan, that the market is um, gridlock causes the market to kind of not do a lot. Like it yeah. kind of almost keeps the market yeah. a little smoother. Right. Do you subscribe to that theory? Or what yeah, do you absolutely. I mean, it, the uncertainty definitely can cause it. A lot of times, can cause negative returns, or it can just cause it to kind of sit there, kind of so, flatline. Yeah, yeah. The uncertainty. Certainty is not ever fun for the market because, you know, we want to know what's going to happen. That way it can be priced in on everything. Companies can figure out how they're going to make money. You know, right. I was talking to uh, a friend the other day and he was talking about, you know, how how the government shut down. Yes, all the government employees are getting the back pay you right. know, okay. and everything's fine. They're, they may have had to take a loan out for 30 days or whatever, but they're, they're going to get that back. Okay. But the government contractors... 
don't. I didn't know that. So, oh wow! The, yeah, either, so yeah. if they were working on a government contract or had something set up, and they, you know, they weren't a government employee, but it was a contract, right. they didn't necessarily get paid, and they may not ever get paid. Oh wow! On that. So yeah, that has a pretty major impact on some, definitely some a ripple lot effects. Of, yeah. yeah, construction and things like that that's going on for just things across the country like that. So I didn't realize that, but that's what he was telling me. Now I don't know, you know, if that's true. I don't know if he's the expert on that. I know I'm right, not. Right, so. right, right. Well, like anything, <laughs> but, uh, right? Horse but mouth, it makes right? sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense that, you know, from what he was saying. So. Well, we'll keep an eye on it as we go and, and see how things play out. I think uh, 2019 is going to be interesting, uh, to say the least, <laughs> yeah. uh, both politically uh, and, uh, and and market-wise. So we'll see how it plays out. Yeah. But uh, let me ask you a question. Good idea okay. or bad idea for this All week? Right. All right. Uh, co-signing a car loan for your son or daughter, if you're a pre-retiree, maybe after they've finished college, let's say. <laughs> <laughs> and you're in that pre-retirement stage. What do you think? Is it a good idea to try to help them out? Um, or does from a from a retirement standpoint or an investing standpoint, what do you think? Uh, from an investing standpoint, Not it's, from a a bad, standpoint. It's, it's a bad idea okay. <laughs> from an All investing right. standpoint, you know, just because so many things can go bad and, you know, it can just be, it can be really bad really quickly. Now, if you've got millions saved, <laughs> set aside, things are okay, you know, sure. $20,000 you're signing for, not a big deal. Okay. Right, right. Um, on that. But if you don't, then, you know, that's, that's the issue. That's one thing that you really can address in your retirement plan and talk to your advisor about okay. it and say, Hey, yeah. what if we do this? And what if things go south and, you know, we need to take care of this, then um, see if it works out. Yeah. And, you know, okay. in that case, great. You're, you'll be the awesome parents that you've always wanted to be. And, right, you right. Know, sign for that and, and give give that to your daughter or son. So, well, and I, yeah. and I think a lot of pre-retirees do find themselves in that phase, right, when their kids yeah. are out of college. Right. And they kind of want to do maybe, that last thing. Yeah, you know, they maybe need a little help. Yeah. 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 yeah, and so. you got to be careful. Like we've said many times on the show, um, talk with your advisor and make sure you're not jeopardizing your retirement. Even though right. it's just a car versus like taking care of them, like moving them back in or whatever the case is, <laughs> you got to be careful, right? Because you don't want to sacrifice anything to your own retirement uh, if right. it's going to jeopardize things. Now, if it's like a five thousand dollar clunker, <laughs> maybe <laughs> it's maybe. a different story. Yeah, you know the thing that I found, Mark, is that the clients that. You know, most people know if it's a bad idea, right? You know, yeah. and they, they they won't talk to their advisor about it. So you know, they, I've got one pair of clients that that are terrible about giving stuff to their kids and grandkids and basically supporting their whole families. Right. You know? And we've had the conversation through the years. They know who they are. If they're listening, they they're shaking their head and nodding right now. You know, <laughs> but uh, but uh, they just cannot stop right, you know yeah. and it's going to be devastating to their plan but they that's what they want to do and that's kind of their their life goals and so they're just going to change their lifestyle once they run out of money which that's as long as they know that and can plan for that ahead of time that's fine it's, it's your money you can do what you want but don't make this you know something that you hide from people <laughs> you know get it out there exactly. talk to your advisor and make sure that you know how it's going to affect your plan yeah no, good point that's for sure well we're going to take a break we'll come back here we're going to start talking about a few things uh, we're going to talk about some common uh complaints that people make uh and and some thoughts to think about on that when they're talking about their advisor or how they feel about their advisor so we'll get to all that and more in just a minute but if you'd like to uh get started with nathan and you need a little bit of help or you've got some questions well a great place to do that is the investor awareness guide that we give out here on the show. If you'd like your complimentary copy of that, you can simply call 855-51-COACH. That's 855-51-COACH. Leave your name and phone number uh, and email, and they can email that to you. Or if you'd like, they can call you and get your address and all that good stuff and send you a copy of the Investor Awareness Guide that way as well. 855-51-COACH, your number to call. That's 855-51-COACH. 
More to come right after this. Hey everybody, Mark Killian here, the host of The Financial Answer, reminding you not to forget, reach out for your Retirement Rescue Toolkit from Nathan O'Brien by texting the word RETIRE to 555-888. That's the word RETIRE to 555-888 on your smartphone. Don't forget for your complimentary Retirement Rescue Toolkit, text RETIRE to 555-888 or call 855-51-COACH. Stay tuned. There is more coming up on The Financial Answer. Sure, you could eat hamburgers and hot dogs every day. But is that really what's best for you? What about your financial health? Is it really best to work with an advisor that can only offer you one or two products? Of course not. So keep listening to The Financial Answer to hear what it's like to work with an advisor who puts your financial health above all else. You're back here with us on The Financial Answer. It's time for the mailbag. We're going to take a quick email question that's coming to the website, investorcoach.net. That's where you go if you'd like to submit a question, investorcoach.net. And we've got one here from Claire, and Claire is in Jackson, and she says, Hey, Nathan, we recently got a letter promoting a program where we can split our mortgage payments in half mm. and pay every two weeks instead of once a month. <laughs> Somehow this is going to help us pay this off faster, question mark. Is this something we should look at doing, question mark? Yeah, so, you know, you don't need a program to do that. You can actually just... Just do um, it, right? Yeah, just do it. Yeah, so you can pay, you know, every two weeks and pay towards your principal and and do that fine. And yes, it works. It will pay off your mortgage faster because you're paying down that principal faster. So Even, by splitting it, yeah, it's yeah. creating... Okay. It does. It, it works like that. You need to make sure that, that your bank is okay with that. And one of those payments is going to have to be interest payments, you know, sure. or some of that's going to have to be interest payments there. But, you know, the the reason you're hearing about the program, Claire, is because there's some kind of mortgage company or a bank or something that's out there trying to sell this refinance. Okay. So they're, they're going to make their three to five grand or 10 grand, whatever they're charging you to do this refinance, to set it up, to do something that you can do already. Okay. So don't, don't, fall for that. Don't fall for the extra financing cost. Yeah, and don't fall for those things that are out there. It's probably a good idea to talk to your bank ahead of time and make sure that they're okay with it. Okay. Right. But you can set this up and your bank may even set this up yourself. Well, the mortgage lender themselves you. may be doing it. I, yeah, I guess my yeah, question might so. be to Claire, if she got a letter promoting it, is it from your actual lender is it from your actual mortgage holder <laughs> probably not probably I mean, not what that's what my thought past. too yeah, yeah. because yeah. i when i saw this uh i actually went and looked at my own i pulled up my own and it says right on there if you'd like to split your payments feel free to do so so <laughs> a lot you of go. times your mortgage yeah. people will let you do that claire that's right um and another company look people are always trying to find a way to you know scam or get over and not even like, maybe it's not even a scam i mean they're being honest but they're also saying well we'll charge you to help you get it done right i mean right. i don't know if that's the case because you they're didn't put it in there but making income by doing it they're right. making a commission everybody or whatever by exactly doing just it. trying yeah, to generate so, some stuff yeah, so yeah. check with your actual mortgage person check with your actual bank claire before you certainly jump into something like that but as nathan said it doesn't need to be a program it should just be there <laughs> that's <laughs> so, right you shouldn't uh, have to pay for that you shouldn't have to pay it for should that save you money not cost you something exactly <laughs> and actually, we got time. I'm going to squeeze in one more email question. Claire, thank okay. you so much for that. We certainly appreciate it. Bill's got a question for you. Bill's also in Jackson and, and says, Nathan, I heard someone say that you should save 15% of your income for retirement, and we're only saving about 10. And that feels like a lot to us. Do you mm -hmm. think we're behind the eight ball? 
Well, yeah, you can be, Bill. Um, it just depends. It depends on if you've got a pension. It depends on, you know, how much your Social Security is going to be. It depends on how much you're going to spend. So there's no way to say that, you know, 10% is not enough or even 15% is enough. You know, you may need to save 20 or 25%. I don't know, you know, what your situation is. You know, that's, you know you're um, scaring people right now, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. 20%? So, are you crazy? Oh, uh, no. I know. Well, when you when you look at, you know, if you start later in life, then, you True. know, if yeah. you don't, if you wait until 50, then, yeah, that's a lot of times the reality there is you've got to save that much. Good but point. even if you're only saving five Five is better than nothing. Nothing, yeah. Okay, so yes, take advantage and save as much as you can. Ten is a good number to start with, and fifteen is probably better. Okay, uh, all right, probably going to help you a lot more. So, uh, but Bill, sit down with an advisor and see what you need to be saving, and 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 then you'll know. Plan. Yeah, yeah, you'll know exactly if you're if you're on track or not, and and you'll know if you're if you're doing what you need to do. Well, with him saying 10 feels like a lot, if you did have to go to 15, Bill, having a conversation with an advisor to A, know you got to go to 15, and then B, all right, how can we work together how to budget to get to yeah, 15? Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. So certainly worthy, which is obviously, look, folks, that's one of the reasons we do the show here is to promote a lot of information and get you thinking about things. And hopefully you want to come in and talk with Nathan, but we also do encourage you to just talk with somebody. Make right. sure that you're having yeah. uh, somebody on your side to work with you. Nathan would love to, but... But again, at the end of the day, just work with somebody. I just want you to say, you know, if you're new at this, save $50 a month, you know, and, and that's an easy thing to do. Start with that. You'll see it grow. You'll see yeah. what happens. And that's going to cause you to want to save more. Just get it going. Get yeah. started. That's the key. Bill, if you're 60, $50 a month probably won't help a lot. Probably but, not. But <laughs> again, it's not. better than nothing. It's so. better than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's our right. mailbag segment here on the Financial Answer. Hey, guys, if you need some help, give Nathan a call. Get on the calendar great guy to talk to and you'll find out if they if you can help each other you know it's a mutual kind of thing you know nathan we don't try to turn every radio listener into a client uh, you come in you have a conversation it may be the right fit it may not be but the idea is to get started 855-51-COACH 855-51-COACH no cost or obligation to do so don't go anywhere this is the financial answer throughout history People have relied on sensei, scholars, and philosophers for answers to difficult questions. Although we can't help you discover the meaning of life, we can help you sort through the numbers and figures in your financial plan. Keep listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Well, you're back here with us on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien of O'Brien & Associates. And we're going to talk a little bit about some complaints or statements, I guess, either way you want to put it, that sometimes people express when it comes to working with an advisor or how they feel about some things. And I think some of these are probably legitimate and some of these maybe not, you know, they're not, they're kind of yeah, things that, true. you know, people kind of get worked up over. So, and that's okay. That happens, especially when you don't do this every day. So let me give you a couple of these things, Nathan, and, and then you tell us what you think about them. Okay. Uh, so you might hear someone say something like, man, I feel like my advisor is just taking too much risk. Now, if you hear yeah, that statement, okay. if you're saying that, is that because you're not communicating well enough with your advisor and they're taking more risk than you would like? Isn't that yeah, that's, um, part that's of that conversation? It is. It is. And that's that's where a lot of people just, you know, really fail in that relationship with their advisor. And okay. that may be the advisor's fault, but a lot of times it's the, it's the client's fault as well. So make sure you take the time to go through these things and have those conversations. It's 
it's your advisor's job to kind of pull that stuff out. Right. Of, you know, right. and make sure that you are on track. But, I, you know, I have had people come in, new people that are wanting me to help them with things. And they okay. say, you know, well, I lost $10,000 last month. Well, that's all they're telling me. You know, they'll call and, and just say, <laughs> right. hey, I lost $10,000. Okay. Well, on a million-dollar account, $10,000 is 1%. So right. that fluctuation happens all the time. Okay? Right, right. But on a $50,000 account, $10,000 is a lot it's of fluctuation. Yeah, so, yeah, so, you know, people just a lot of times, just like with the market, we've talked about this in the past, they, you know, the Dow's down 600 points today. Well, that's not a big point swing. I mean, a not, a, not a big percentage swing right. when the Dow's at 25000 so you know it's just it just comes back to what is the percentage of your portfolio and yes is it you know part of your volatility is it planned but people just don't you know ever understand the risk that they have um, you know I don't know I don't care how long they've been investing they just don't understand the risk that they have and so um, and again I think it's communication right so if you is, feel like yeah. your advisor is taking too much risk well ask them why are you doing that? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. That's right. I think too many people, yes, we do this radio show just, you know, to help people learn more about us and try to help them, you know, maybe get in contact with us. Right. But, but people jump around advisors too often, I think. Okay. You know, Good point. You need to talk to your advisor. If you've had a relationship with an advisor for five or 10 years, don't just jump ship, you know, go talk to them and make sure that you know, that they are doing the best You've they can. Re or recalibrated, they, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. So they may not know that, you know, things have kind of changed for you or your risk is, your risk tolerance is less now than right. it was in the Good past. Point. So talk to them. And if they fix it, great. If they don't, if they still have kind of that deer in the headlights look, then yeah. We are, then it's time yeah, to it start looking around. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, I think that's, that's a good true. point, you know. So 855-51-COACH, if you do feel like you're at that point and you want to talk with Nathan and maybe see about getting a second opinion, 855-51-COACH. But I think it's a good point. Without the communication there, um, you know, sharing those goals and things as they change, uh, your advisor may not be aware that you feel that way. And another that's place uh, to consider is when you hear the statement of man my fees are just too high nathan i'm just <laughs> i'm just paying too much yeah, you know yeah. and so what do you think about that well i think as advisors we're, we're always going to hear that from time to time you That's know kind of like mean, the norm right yeah especially when you know like last year 2018 the market was down and then you got management fees on top of that or right. whatever whatever kind of fee that you're paying uh, your advisor so there's always going to be something right there but you know, I think over the long term, you've got to feel like that fee is worth it. You've got to feel like that you're getting what you deserve for that fee. Okay, mm -hmm. so the services, the meetings, the consultations, the guidance, all of those things, that all factors into that fee, plus the investment management. It's not just the investment management that's there. So there's a lot of other things that go into that. Now, if your advisor is charging you just for investment management and they're mm -hmm. charging you one percent for that that's too much because you can get investment management for 25 basis points from a, an online robo advisor or something right, like gotcha. that so if that's what you're getting then that's probably too high for that you need to have those counseling meetings those guidance meetings and those retirement planning consultations to make that fee worth it i think i mean that's the way i feel with my well clients, i mean it's so. i mean it's also i mean it's, it's values based to your own mind right i mean so everybody wants that's to pay as, yeah. everybody wants to pay as low as we can right but you, yeah. at some point you do got to realize you get what you pay for 
right? right. So yeah. I don't know. Let's say you're let's say you're a big fan of cheese, okay? <laughs> and you really enjoy some, you know, cheese. You really enjoy different kinds of cheese. Well, you could spend some money on cheese. You could too. spend some money on cheese, right? <laughs> so if you go to Walmart and get the Walmart brand you know, government cheese, <laughs> if you will, <laughs> That's right. uh, versus going someplace and buying some artisan cheeses. Uh-huh. Do you really, are you really shocked at the price increase? <laughs> so it's, I think, you know, look, fees are a part of it. There's no free lunches, right? That's right. Fees yep. are going to be a part of it. The question really is, are you receiving value for the fees that you're paying? That's so true. And, and, you know, if you are, you really don't ever have those feelings of, uh, you know, I'm not getting what it's worth. Right. You exactly. know, if you feel like that and it comes down to, you know, again, it's both the advisor and the client. You've got to both have those conversations and let the advisor know what you're, what you want out of this deal. And all of the, you know, everything is, you know, kind of a team you're working together. Right, exactly. With this. So, yeah. you know, it's got to be that way and make sure you come across that way. The advisor, I think, will be willing to work with you and try to get the fees as low as possible as as much as they can anyway. Right. Um, to, to do what they're wanting to do for you or what they need to do for you. No, I think that's a good point. I, I, again, it comes back to communication. And and if you're feeling these this way, if you have some of these complaints, odds are that this has probably been brewing and you need to you need to have the conversation to Nathan's point earlier. And if you don't get those answers that make you feel comfortable, then then it's okay to maybe start thinking about that second opinion. Yeah. That's um, right. So last one before we take a break, Nathan. Here, uh, maybe the statement. And I know we've heard this before sometimes. That uh, well, I only hear from my advisor when they want me to buy or sell something, oh. and it's never really any advice. <laughs> well, to me, that's not an advisor. Yeah, you've got a broker. That's yeah. not an advisor. So they're just selling things. That's it. So you know when they when they're doing that, they're just trying to generate commissions, and it may be the brokerage firm forcing them to do that. It may May just be that they got a good vacation coming up that they want to pay for. I don't know. So, yeah, that's a good point. You know, but yeah. yeah, you need to you need to understand the relationship payment wise that you have with your advisor and make sure that it's what you want. Okay, brokers right. are not bad, and registered investment advisors, fee only advisors are not bad, but they're not perfect for everybody. Sure, you know, exactly. so neither one of those is. So find out what you want and find out the deal that you want to work out, and then find the advisor that fits you for that. So. Um, that's a that's an easy conversation to have, and it usually doesn't take very long, as long as they don't wear both hats. That's when you kind of get stuck. Yeah, we've talked about that last couple of weeks, yeah. so you definitely want to make sure that they're wearing the right one you need them to be wearing. All uh, the time. All the time, right, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. here on The Financial Answer, you know, we try to talk about a lot of these things, cover these things, and one way that Nathan helps is with the Investor Awareness Guide. Uh, Nathan, tell us a little bit about what's inside the guide and how we can get it. Yeah, so the guide really talks about just a lot of great things that will help you make good decisions toward investing. And are you invested correctly? Are you diversified right? All of these things that, you know, really we sit down on the computer late at night, you know, when we can't sleep or whatever, and we're looking at our portfolio, it's down $10,000, and we wonder if we're doing the right thing. This guide will help you understand that and help you make sure that you are. So if you want a copy of that, it's free. It doesn't cost you anything. It'll take you 20 minutes to read it. It's got a great question and answer session at the end just to help you make sure you're on track. All you have to do to get a copy of this is give us a call, 855-51-COACH. Let us know that you would like the Investor Awareness Guide. We'll get it sent out to you. We'll send you a PDF and a hard copy if you want. So 855-51-COACH. All right. Again, that's 855-51-COACH to get your copy of the Investor Awareness Guide uh, via email and or hard copy if you'd like. Either way, give a call. Leave your contact information to 855-51-COACH, and they'll get that sent out to you. No cost or obligation. It's just another way to kind of connect 
continue the education we provide here on The Financial Answer. Again, 855-51-COACH. More to come on the program right after this, so stick around. We'll be right back. It's getting to know you time. Well, it's getting to know you time here on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. We don't do this one a whole lot, this little segment, because, well, I don't know. Nathan's a little shy. For a guy that's on the radio, it's kind of interesting. He doesn't <laughs> like to funny. talk about himself. He likes to talk about his uh, his business, and he likes to talk that's about right. education <laughs> around investing in finance, but not so much himself. But we're going we're gonna to pull something out of him this week. Nathan, so here's just a our closed up box. Here, yeah, here you so. go. <laughs> just, just, just a closed off box. Now, pretty open guy, actually. Pretty funny. He acts like he's not, but he'll talk your ear off, and he's a good fellow. So here's the question for you. That's what your wife says. See, <laughs> yes. we're, we're on the same page. That's right. Uh, what's something that you have changed your opinion about uh, throughout your life? It could be personal, oh, man, work, yeah. whatever. What's something you've changed your mind on? Something you uh, thought about, maybe you really were behind, but through life it taught you not so much. Yeah, I mean, when I first started, since we're talking about, you know, basically what we do on the show and what sure. I do every day, when I first started in this business, I uh, I believed in active management. I believed there were managers out there that would actively be able to go out and pick and choose stocks and tell me what's going to perform best next month okay. or next year or whatever. And, you know, I think just life lessons taught me that that was bogus, you know, yeah. uh, to be nice. <laughs> so, uh, okay. so it was when we did that, we hired the top managers in the world and we would see 20, 25% returns for the last five or 10 years off of their portfolios. And then it seemed like as soon as I put my clients in it, it would just flop and be terrible, you know? Right. And, and so it taught me that number one, no one can see the future, which I knew that I just thought that they could for some reason, you know? Yeah. And, and so, uh, because man, when you, when you're in college, they teach you that active management is not the way you're looking at all of the academic research, but there's also that kind of that segment of college that shows you the active management and tries to make that a fit too. And when you come out in the industry, the whole industry is skewed toward that because it makes the investment firms more money. Yeah, the advisors okay. can charge more. The the investment firms can charge more because of that false hope that, you know, it, it's actively managed. We're going to help you lose less. We're going to help you make more in good times. And so, uh, but that's not true. Passive investing is where it is. The academic research shows that you have lower cost, which gives you a higher return, typically, historically, anyway, it yeah. would have given you a higher return over time. So um, it's been the way to go, you know, for the most part throughout history, throughout the last 70, 80 years of academic research have shown that that's what works. So but again, past performance is no guarantee of future sure. results. There yeah. may be some active manager out there that can literally see the future and tell you what's going to happen tomorrow. The problem is you won't know until he's dead, <laughs> you know, because you can't tell what's going to happen if he actually beat the market yeah. until that actually passed. Yeah. And so yeah. well, interesting. <laughs> that's the issue. Yeah. So interesting. Okay. So you've so kind of a, a, a really a mind shift philosophically uh, yeah. in how you approach Had your to business. Go back to the all years. my clients and say, I'm sorry, I've been doing this the wrong way. You know, uh, and, and that was fortunately they all took enough. it well. Yeah. 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 They all took it really well. And you know, we've been doing it this way for many moons. Long, yeah. Long, Twelve <laughs> years. Actually. Twelve years. Okay. So yeah. So it's. It's been a good transition well, and good. really helped my clients. Well, there you go. That's our getting to know you this week. Uh, Nathan has uh, had had that philosophical shift in his practice and his <laughs> mindset about uh, 12 years or so ago and uh, been working well ever since. Well, more to come here on The Financial Answer after this, so stick around. 
You're listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Now back to the show. While you're back here with us on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien of O'Brien & Associates, we are talking about actually Medicare today on the show, which is something we don't do very often. Now, Nathan is a registered investment advisor and a chartered retirement planning counselor, as well as a local smart investor pro with Dave Ramsey. He's been doing this for about 15 or so years now, I've been saying 15 since we started, but we've been on the show about <laughs> a, a year and a half, so <laughs> yeah. is it like 16 yeah. and a half now? Or? Yeah, it, it is. It's pretty close to that. So okay. yeah, we've, we've actually been doing the show about two and a half years. No, no, we <laughs> yeah. haven't. Time flies when you're having fun. No way. <laughs> we have not been doing this two years. I think so. Not, uh, you got to check your math. <laughs> have we not? Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. See, maybe the financial not. advisor, I'm telling him to check his math. That's not good on the air. That's not good. Yeah, <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> that's just because I make it so entertaining. That's what It is. Yeah, yeah time flies, go. man. And That's it does. true. It, it time does. does fly. Well, listen, <laughs> folks, as always, you know, we're here to uh, offer the community some education and information as it pertains to your financial investing. Really, it's your investing life and your retirement journey uh, life. And Nathan's a great resource for that after all these years of doing it. 855-51-COACH is how you get a hold of him. It's no cost or obligation to get on the calendar. We try to say 10 or so callers each week because the calendar fills up pretty quickly. But we got a new station joining us, so we certainly appreciate new listeners. So feel free to give a call. Leave your basic phone number. Name and phone number and Nathan or his lovely wife Tanya will get back with you and get you scheduled for a time that's convenient for you to pop into Jackson or Huntington, either one of those locations, which is convenient and have that conversation. Again, 855-51-COACH is how you get started. That's the number through the radio program. And then you can, of course, have a phone conversation with Nathan and go from there. He is uh, your local investor coach here in the Hub City. And let's get back to Medicare. Definitely get some qualified information from uh, you know someone who does this every day. We're kind of touching on it in generalities because we've had a lot of questions from listeners coming in, and supplements and stuff like that can be very confusing. And you need you know a pro on that, right? Yeah, definitely. And you know if you choose to not go the Medicare Advantage route, you're going to have Part A and B of Medicare, right. and so you need to have a supplement in that case. And you know they're approximately $150 a month for a good coverage plan there. So make sure that you talk to a licensed insurance agent that deals with those all the time. So it's important to get that. It's going to save you a lot of money in the long run. Um, it is a cost, but it pays a lot of the things that Medicare does not cover. So. Yeah. Um, it's good. Good. Well, hopefully the, we're addressing some of the things that we've gotten you know, a lot of questions from the listeners about. So here's uh, another uh, kind of bundle that we've wrapped in here, Nathan, for you. Uh, there's some, a lot of misconceptions that people have about it. So what are some of the ones that you see when retirees or pre-retirees do come in? Uh, I can give you the list or I can let you kind of go off of what you want to work on, whatever you feel like. Yeah, you I, th- I can cover a few things. Sure, and go if for you've it. got something on your mind as I'm going through this, then you know, definitely bring it so up. So just the but, most common misconceptions when someone yeah. comes in to see you. Yeah. So, you know, you can't just stick with the plan, you know, especially with Part D. That's an issue okay. because your prescription coverage is Part D and your prescriptions may change every year and that plan may not cover those prescriptions. So that's something you need to readdress every year during the open enrollment period. Also, companies change what they cover, just like all of our health insurance True. plans do that. So they may drop that prescription and you may not have coverage for that. So again, you have to, it's not, it's not, you, you might need to check it out. It's, it's, you have to go check it out with your insurance professional and make sure that it's being covered. You know, all the prescriptions that you're taking are being covered as much as possible. It's really easy to switch things around. Mm-hmm. It's not a super long conversation. So, you know, spend 15, 30 minutes right. with your insurance agent and let them fix that for you. Yeah, exactly. That's a big one. And then, you know, Medicare, 
does have the deductible. You know, a lot of times people think it's free Medicare Part A anyway. It does have the deductible though. So, you know, make sure you remember that. Your supplement will cover that deductible for you. So that kind of offsets that cost. It's something that you need. But just be aware. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, so. and just like your retirement plan though, Nathan, this also should not be a, a stick it and forget it kind of thing, right? No, this should not absolutely. be an autopilot deal. Yeah, absolutely. There's going to be all kinds of things that, um, you know, that you're going to find that Medicare doesn't cover over time. There's going to be changes you have to make, just like with your retirement plan. You've got to adjust things over time. So, um, you know, talking with your investment advisor, talking with uh, your insurance agent, all of these things can really help you stay on track and, right. and be getting the care that you need and also have the plan that you need to fit that care. So yeah. um, it's really good just to address these things with your financial plan, with your financial advisor and your insurance agent every single year. Well, good. Well, let's cover just a few basic things here that some of the services that Medicare doesn't cover since we've talked yeah. about that a couple of yeah, times. And we'll just kind of wrap up our conversation about Medicare with this. Just a list of some of the things for folks out there who are listening who may not realize that it does not cover some of these things if right. you're getting close to you know, getting ready to turn it on. And I guess we ought to start with the caveat that, you know, that not everybody, you have to be a certain age, right? Most people right. know that. No, but that's right. We kind yeah, of, I guess, right. think we assume everyone knows you got to be 65. 65. <laughs> that's right. And a U.S. citizen. And a U.S. citizen. That's basically yeah. how you qualify. Yeah. That's right. But if you're 62 or 60, you know, 60, 61, 62, 63, and you're mm-hmm. getting ready and getting, you know, getting close, just keep in mind that some of these things are not covered. Like, Routine eye exams, for example. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Glasses, uh, contacts, all of those things are not covered. And that can, you know, those are expensive. Heck so yeah. that's a big cost, especially if you tend to run through them, you know, once once every year. So, so. Well, yeah, actually, a great point, Nathan. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Maybe. Well, maybe we can get into it. But a lot okay. of people don't realize that a lot of these extra expenses that we're saying Medicare doesn't cover, I think it was Prudential or somebody put out a, a thing a couple of years ago saying that the average person through their full retirement may be upwards of two hundred thousand dollars out of pocket that's a lot that's a lot of money yeah Yeah. that's a lot i mean it it makes sense when you think about something like you know hearing aids they're not oh good point yeah yeah dental care i think right that's right so you know hearing aids are three to five thousand dollars each you know so you know you you got two two years (laughs) that's right so you know that can be pretty expensive and dental care all of those things are not covered by medicare so those are things that you know if you've been setting aside in a hsa account through work or something and you've got 25 30 50 grand setting aside in that then that's good you can use that for these type of things that medicare doesn't cover in the future so and that's typically what we do through someone's financial plan is we're going to allocate some money over there for that so right um cosmetic surgeries those aren't covered of course by, of course right medicare yeah that uh, so i don't thing. know like if you happen to get what you know mm-hmm. like if you're if the honeydew list doesn't get done and you get whacked in the face with a frying pan <laughs> <That's right. laughs> no, not condoning that folks just kidding uh, but no like if you did happen to have something where i don't know maybe you've I, like my mother slipped and fell and yeah. you know and yeah. had and had a problem with her tooth actually now that was under dental but right. you know she split her lip and if she had wanted you know any work on that they were like no that's cosmetic blah blah yeah. blah yeah yeah that stuff all of that stuff is acupuncture you know which that's becoming more and more popular it is it, yeah it, very it is. true and, yeah and it evidently works really good i've got some clients and and even friends too that that have done this it's it's on my list of things to try for my back try so, it. Yeah, yeah no you should man because yeah. it's that's what a lot of my friends have the back issues and they go to acupuncturist and it works well so yeah. um you never know you know foot care 
of course, you know, we talked about long-term care also. I think okay? that's the biggie that um, people get yeah, confused on, right? That is, that is. And that's where, you know, people a lot of times have the misconception that Medicare is going to cover if you go into a nursing home. It does, okay, but it's only up to 100 days. No more than yeah. that. Or and, when you're flat broke. <laughs> well, that's, that's a, Medicaid. That's Medicaid, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's sorry, Medicaid. Yeah. Then. No, that's, that's fine. I mean, but that's, that's the misconceptions, yeah. you know, that people have. And so, you know, typically Medicare is going to cover that first 20 days in a hospital, no matter what, mm-hmm. okay, no matter what the condition is, or in a nursing home. I'm sorry, I said a hospital. I got it's you. It's in a nursing home, mm-hmm. no matter what the condition is. But, you know, if your doctor says that you cannot improve, that you cannot get well, then Medicare is going to cut you off pretty quickly. Okay, so, you know, it's all based on what type of treatment that you need and if you have the chance of improving or not. So Medicare will cover in some circumstances, but a lot of times they don't. Well, and again, all these things that we talked about with Medicare, we're going to move on from this conversation. But a lot of these pieces, you know, again, talk with a qualified professional. But when it comes to the long term care, having that conversation with a financial advisor like Nathan O'Brien is certainly a piece you're going to want to have because it definitely does not continue on as we just covered. So the whole questions that we've had around Medicare, hopefully this has helped a little bit, but really, you know, the financial advising side, that's really where it comes down to having that professional, having that conversation, someone you can lean on, talk to, get some information and even get referrals, right? Because you don't do, you know, like elder law, you're not like, you're not an attorney, right? right. But you work with, you know, elder law attorneys and things of that nature. So you're a great resource to kind of get people going in the right direction. And if they want to come in and talk with you, what's that look like? Yeah, so it's going to be basically a free consultation. We're going to sit down and just talk with each other about what your concerns are. And, you know, there's no really set format. I just like talking to people, like seeing how I can help them. So there's some things that, you know, we can discuss and we'll go through and, you know, just cover some basic areas that you need to make sure that you address. And it's really a no pressure environment. That's one thing that I think a lot of people are nervous about, Mark, is they they come in, they think that we're going to try to sell something or whatever. I don't sell anything. I'm not, I have my insurance license, but I'm not an insurance agent. I don't sell insurance products. And so it's not something that I'm trying to sell you a long-term care policy or trying to sell you an insurance policy or anything. We can just review your situation and make sure that you're on track to make sure that you've covered the things that you're concerned about that you need to make sure that you've addressed. And we offer that through a free consultation. All you have to do is just call us at 855-51-COACH. Let us know that you'd like to come in and and see us. We can talk about Medicare. We can talk about your investments, your whole portfolio, everything that you want to cover. We'll be glad to go through that with you. Give us a call, 855-51-COACH. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, he likes to talk to people, which is one reason we do the radio program. <laughs> uh, and what's basically, we've got some new listeners we know with our new station here. What you hear is what you get. Very easy going, very conversational person to have a chat with, but really knowledgeable as well. So it's important to just have that person on your side you can talk to. And again, we don't expect this process to turn every listener of the show into a client. It's simply just a way to offer some continuing education. Have the conversation, get on the calendar, and if you feel like it's the right fit to work together, great. That's that's, that's fantastic. So do yourself a favor, reach out. 855-51-COACH. No cost or obligation. 855-51-COACH. More to come on The Financial Answer on the other side. Don't Don't go anywhere. This is The Financial Answer. You've got questions. We've got answers. This is The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Well, you're back here with us for the third quarter of The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. 
and we are talking about the role of investing, finance, and retirement, as we usually do. And uh, keep your eye out for the upcoming podcast. We're going to be switching to that. Well, I guess not switching. We're already doing it. But we're going to be doing a few more things with that. And it's still going to be The Financial Answer. You can find it at thefinancialanswer.com or investorcoach.net. Either one, thefinancialanswer.com or investorcoach.net. All right. So, Nathan, let's talk a little bit about real estate and retirement. For a lot of people, real estate is, I don't know, is it kind of like, do you see people thinking of it as a golden ticket? Yeah, it's it, it is a lot of times. I think a lot of people But it's really just feel it's like, really not, is it? It's not. No, no yeah. No. There's some I kind think of people like, that own a lot of real estate will tell you yeah, it's not. It's got this kind of like mystique where you go, it Yeah, does. I'm gonna have a couple yeah. of properties and they're gonna yeah. I'm gonna make money off of them. Yeah. And I don't know, what's your take on it? What do you think? That's the problem is a lot of people think they can just do, you know, a few properties and make it. Um, and you can't. You have to have multiple properties and, you know, 20, 30 properties or more. Oh, or something wow. Like that. Yeah. To make it worthwhile. And I mean, any any person that's had just rental houses will tell you, you know, 10 is the absolute minimum that you can have to make it work, you know, wow. just to have enough cash flow. Yeah. So it's a lot of money. People don't realize that, but you can sink a lot of money. Um, and it's all because of the cost and the maintenance. And, you know, a lot of times. When you own rental properties, you don't get the best renters. I mean, just to be honest, it sometimes can happen, you just yeah. don't get the best renters and things get messed up, things get destroyed, you don't get paid on time, whatever. Right. And you end up having additional costs that you weren't planning on. So, yeah. um, I mean, I've heard people yeah. say that having mobile home parks is actually a better way to go just because the yeah. cost is lower it is. than it traditional is homes. Lower. You most run that same risk, but it, but the cost is lower. It's true. You know, most of the, um, I would say most of the residential property owners that I know around here try to buy a lot of foreclosed stuff. You know, okay. they'll own yeah. a few mobile homes, right. but for the most part, they're buying foreclosures. So they're buying a house for fifteen to $30,000, you know, really gotcha. low, really low cost. So basically the same price of a mobile home, but they're actually getting that stick built structure there that is, you know, more secure in tornadoes and things. Right. We have oh, a lot yeah. of tornadoes around Jackson here. So it is something that, you know, people are kind of looking for and they can rent those for more. Yeah, they can true. rent it for a higher amount. So, um, you know, it's, it's good, but it does have a lot of risks with it. Sure. Right? Sure. Well, let me ask you. So what are some, uh, some pushbacks, some problems that you see when people maybe try to, uh, be too heavy in real estate as part of their overall portfolio? Yeah, it, it always comes down to liquidity and time. Okay. You know? So uh, when I say time, I'm talking about just the maintenance that it takes, the time to do the maintenance and the up. Even if you're going property management. So, yeah, right. Because now you're just you out use, money. Yeah, that's right. It just has a cost then at that point, and that really cuts into profits. And so you can do that. Most people that I see choose not to. You right. know, they're, they're driving around and checking out all their properties every day or whatever. Um, you know, and and it's part of it. You know, the the money risk on that is you may need you know to put a bunch of roofs on. You know, yeah, that true. insurance doesn't cover it. A lot of times, people have a lot higher deductibles, things like that. You just just the cash flow may not be enough. So there's a lot of risks that you have to think about. You have to be aware of with real estate. Okay. Um, I had a prospect, actually, a prospective client come in. Okay. Um, he had a couple million dollars in real estate. This was just a couple of weeks ago. Um, had that and um, had about a million in, in retirement savings also. 
Okay, so he had done really, really well. Yeah, sounds um, like it. His rental properties were were generating a tremendous amount of monthly income, and he was, you know, he had his investments in really conservative accounts, and he was like, "I think I want to make more on this." And and I I was talking to him, I was like, "Dude, you've got plenty of money coming in, <laughs> you know, from the rental properties." And I said, "The main thing, the main concern for you is, you know, if you have to have a lot of cash at some point." You got to have it. You got to have it right yeah. now, you know? And so I said, I think you're doing the right thing by keeping a lot of this in short-term, very safe investments, you know, CDs and things like that and, and fixed annuities. And I, you know, which that's, <laughs> that's one thing I always talk against is, is annuities, but in his case, it right. worked, you right. know, and it was a good, it was a good situation for him. Well, I think to be fair, you, you, you kind of cover all those spectrums. You say, I'm not necessarily a fan of X or Y product, but right. it can be useful in the right sense situation. It can, that's yeah. true. All right, class, let's open up our books to page 95. Don't be afraid. There's no pop quiz. It's just time for the financial dictionary. Well, you're listening to The Financial Answer, and we're talking about real estate and retirement, and we're going to do our little financial dictionary. That's what that little sound was that you just heard there a second ago. So our term for this week on The uh, on the Financial Answer for our uh, financial dictionary is REIT, since we're discussing real estate. Nathan, what is a REIT? And uh, tell us about yeah. them. Yeah, so REITs are really exciting. Okay. <laughs> they, that stands for Real real Estate Investment Trust. Gotcha. So REIT, Real Estate Investment Trust. So um, these are, just to kind of put it where it's easy for everybody to understand, this is an investment in real estate, and it's a lot like a mutual fund, I would say. Okay, yeah. Where, um, you know, you, you have a lot of different properties. Um, the best way to explain it to everybody around here, everybody knows the Tanger outlets and they're familiar with those type of, you know, those, those shopping malls, malls that are, and yeah, okay. that are in yeah. Sevierville and things. So the Tanger outlets, there's real estate investment trust for those. So they're buying and building those all over the country and you can invest in that and then you can get some income from that because the property is appreciating in value, which is fine, but you're not getting anything in return for that right now. But what you can get is the monthly rent that, you know, that Nike's paying and that right. you know, all of these different stores are paying for that. You can get a portion of that and a portion of that income. So, so you're investing um, in the properties with, right. with other people. Obviously. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. So they're mainly used to generate income for retirees, REITs are, mm-hmm. um, but there's a lot of risk. Okay. Now so, there's two kinds too, right? Of REITs. Is it public and private? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. There are public and private. And so pretty much self-explanatory there. Right. Um, the, the issue that, usually comes out is liquidity and it can be in both of those okay so the private ones definitely are illiquid in almost every circumstance right um, the public ones are can have some liquidity and maybe not i've had clients with public ones that have had trouble getting money out i don't use them for my clients investments because okay. of that potential risk of illiquid Right. Okay, uh, yeah. not being able to get it because they're not going to sell the doors. They're not going to sell the roof off the building just because you need a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> right. You know, it's just not how it works. So <laughs> right. you you just can't necessarily get your money out when you want it. So it's okay for a really small portion, but be careful with it. I see a lot of people, 
you know, focusing way too much of their portfolio on one segment of that market, which is an asset class called real estate investment trust. All so, right. Well, that's our that's our financial dictionary for this week. A REIT is a real estate investment trust. And always, always, always make sure you talk with your professional advisor before you get involved with anything. Make sure you check uh, and take the necessary uh, information and precautions before you take any action. You're listening to The Financial Answer here, and we're talking about real estate and retirement. 855-51-COACH, your number to call. 855-51-COACH. A uh, final piece on real estate and retirement this week, Nathan. So if somebody comes to you as a pre-retiree, let's say, and they're relatively limited on liquid assets, but kind of sitting a little heavy on real estate, do you yeah. talk with them about considering you know, moving some of that, letting some of that go? Uh, what's the strategy there if someone's a little bit too heavily weighted, I guess, in real estate? Yeah, if they are heavily weighted, I mean, really – Ultimately, what we're going to do is have the conversation. I'm going to have the conversation with their banker also. You know, as long as they're in agreement with that, we're going to talk to their banker and okay. make sure that, you know, for the most part, they can get money through loans if they need to, lines of credit, whatever, right. and make sure that they've got that available. Now, that's not the best option, okay? Right, okay. Because you're paying interest on those lines of credit. But if you have to have it, you know, real estate can be pretty liquid if you need it to be. Um, better than it used to be, okay? 20 years ago, that that wasn't available like it is today, but you can do line of credit, or a line of credit pretty easily on that. Uh, as long as you can get enough that way, then it, it can be okay. Um, so it's not a huge concern to me if someone is super heavy in real estate, but it is something that you've got to address. You've got to make sure that there's enough. And, you know, again, I think you can't do that without looking at the financial plan, looking at the retirement plan and seeing what that client is going to need going down the road in the future for different things. Um, if you need to pay for a nursing home stay, that can be super expensive and you may not have enough cash flow for right, that. So right. you may have to tap into that real estate and that again can be an issue. So a lot of things you got to think about, you got to make sure you just address in your retirement plan before you necessarily say, well, sell the houses or sell a couple of those or a, co a commercial property or whatever. Gotcha. Well, it's all about having those conversations with your financial advisor. And if you're in need of one, and if you find that you're not getting the answers that you are looking for with your current advisor, or maybe don't have one at all, well, that's one of the reasons we do the program. So reach out to Nathan, have a conversation, come in for a consultation, 855-51-COACH. Your number to call, 855-51-COACH to get started today with Nathan. He's a registered investment advisor and chartered retirement planning counselor, as well as a local SmartVestor Pro with Dave Ramsey. He's a fiduciary and the founder of O'Brien and Associates. Right here in the Hub City, you can find him in Jackson and or Huntington, whichever one's convenient for you. 855-51-COACH, 855-51-COACH. We'll be back in a minute on The Financial Answer, and we're going to take questions from you around the area on the mailbag. Do you ever get tired of your financial advisor giving you a sales pitch and calling it a plan? At O'Brien & Associates, we believe every client deserves a financial plan that's customized to their unique situation. That's why we keep you and only you in mind when crafting your portfolio. After all, it's not just your money at stake. We recognize your well-being is on the line. So come in for a visit. Let us help you develop, implement, and monitor a strategy that's designed to address your individual situation. To schedule an appointment, call your local investor coach, Nathan O'Brien, at 855-51-COACH. That's 855-512-6224. Or simply, 855-51-COACH. Can't get those burning financial questions out of your head? 
Better keep listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Well, we're cruising down the home stretch here today on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. We're going to wrap up with the email questions, as I mentioned earlier. we got a couple of good ones this week. If you'd like to submit your own email question, go to InvestorCoach.net. That is InvestorCoach.net. Or just call 855-51-COACH. Get on the horn with Nathan and have a conversation about what's important to you. And then maybe come in for that consultation. 855-51-COACH. All right, AJ's got a question. AJ says, Nathan, I have seven different IRAs. That is seven. All at different investment companies. Excuse me. It's gotten to be a lot to keep up with. Yeah. But but he says, I like the idea of being diversified like this. It's a good idea. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, AJ, that's a big misconception that a lot of investors have. Just because because you have seven different IRAs at different investment companies does not mean you're diversified. Okay. And a lot of people feel like that. A lot of people think that way because – you think you're working with seven different advisors and they're all giving you different recommendations probably and looking at different things. That is the worst idea for your financial future that you can do. So make sure that you find an advisor that you can work with. Okay. One, not two, not seven for sure. Find one advisor that you can work with and let them handle your investments. They will be diversified in that potentially. Okay. Make sure that they are. And then if the advisor uses a custodian, so let's say they use a custodian like Charles Schwab or um, E-Trade or TD Ameritrade or Fidelity or somebody like that to hold your investments, your investments are safe from fraud. Okay, so not safe from loss, but safe from fraud. So if the advisor, you know, we all we all know the Bernie Madoff story, you know, so Bernie Madoff's clients did not have a custodian. They actually Bernie's firm held their clients money. Okay, actually, Bernie and his wife were holding their clients money (laughs) and spending it. But but to make sure that you as an investor don't have that happen to you, have the custodian, have the Schwab, have the fidelity, have that where you put your money and then let let the advisor, you know, make the recommendations and control the investments at that point. And then your money is safe against fraud. It's insured against fraud in that situation. So that's how you protect your investments. And then you diversify it through one advisor because all seven of your advisors have no idea what you're doing with each account. There's just a lot of confusion there. They may be putting you in the same stuff. You may not have any diversification. So, um, Make sure you just work with one, AJ. Great question. I yeah. hear it a lot, a lot of times. And that's a, you know that's a very common thing, mistake that I see people make. So great question. Thank you, AJ. Absolutely. Appreciate that question so much. And if you'd like to come in and have a conversation and talk more specifically, 855-51-COACH, 855-51-COACH. And Patsy's got a question for you as well. Nathan, Patsy says, my mom and dad both need nursing home care in their later years. So I'm really worried about needing it myself. I'm 63 and long-term care insurance seems really expensive at this age, but should I just go ahead and get it for peace of mind if no other reason? Yeah, that's a really, really good question. And yes, with your family having that, if both your parents had to stay in a facility, I think that's what she said. Yeah, Um, her parents did, so she's worried about her doing it. Yeah, yeah. So in that case, yes, um, I would absolutely at least check it out. I know you say it's expensive, but maybe get two or three different quotes or five or six different quotes and, you know, kind of see – one mistake I see people make here, Patsy, is you, they try to insure the whole thing. So 
on he, on average around here, the nursing home costs about $7,000 a month. So a lot of times people will try to buy $7,000 a month worth of long-term care insurance. That is crazy expensive. Right, <laughs> so, right. so again, sit down with your advisor, sit down with a financial planner and see kind of what your, what your fixed income is going to be, what your investments can handle, um, and then ensure the rest, ensure that difference there. And so that may only end up being two or $3,000 a month that you need to buy coverage for, and that will cut the cost by more than 50% in most cases. So you can really ensure what you need. You're not, you know, making an insurance company wealthy by giving them a lot of money that you may not ever use for anything. So um, it's awesome to have long-term care insurance if you ever need it. It's the best insurance you will ever have but it is expensive. So you've got to do some planning and make sure you do this right. But great question, Patsy, and definitely don't wait because it gets more expensive every day. So <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the older that you get. So go ahead and start working on this now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, great questions here this week on the financial answer. And look, if you need some help, if you're uh, kind of stuck or you're not sure what to do, well, that uh, that investor awareness guide is a good place to get started. So before we depart, uh, Nathan, tell us about what's inside there, how it can be useful and how to get it. Yeah, so one of the main sections of the Investor Awareness Guide are the seven stumbling blocks that most investors make, or mistakes that most investors make. So these are just some steps, some things that I'll go through with you in the guide that you have probably taken, some mistakes that you've made with investing that will lead you down a path to destruction with your portfolio. So in the guide, I talk about those things. I help you become aware of that because a lot of times people just don't realize this is the cycle they're kind of caught in. And so the guide will help you understand that and help you get on track for investing and make sure you're doing the right thing. The Investor Awareness Guide is free. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll be glad to send that out to you. It's complimentary. All you have to do is call us 855-51-COACH and let us know that you would like the Investor Awareness Guide. All right. Well, reach out to them right now at 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH. It's a great way to get it. There's no cost or obligation to pick up that Investor Awareness Guide. And if you'd like to also come in and have a conversation and a consultation about your own financial journey, Nathan makes that available for you as well. Call 855-51-COACH. Coach, that is 855-51-COACH or 855-512-6224. And again, Nathan is a registered investment advisor, been doing this for 16 years or so. He's a charter retirement planning counselor as well as a local smart investor pro with Dave Ramsey. All around good fellow to talk to, founder at O'Brien & Associates. And Nathan, my friend, thanks so much for your time on the program. As always, I appreciate you. you. Yeah, same here. Same here. I hope everyone has a good weekend. Yeah, absolutely. And enjoy uh, the football, although I'm not sure I want to, but we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) I I am not a fan of a certain team. I will not say which one, but I'm just not a fan. Yeah, I don't even know if I'm going to watch. I'm not sure myself either, but there you go. What are you going to do, right? I know, that's right. So it's kind of like when the Yankees would win all the time or whatever. You're just like, ah, I'm so tired of seeing the Yankees. Yes. Going to see somebody else. So, All right, folks. Well, make sure you stay warm, too. I know there's been a bit of cold snap been through, so we want to make sure we're being safe out there as well. Give Nathan a call if you got questions or concerns. 855-51-COACH to talk about your own financial and investing journey. And we'll see you next time on The Financial Answer.